three, two, one, zero. Hello and welcome to Gotcha Journalism, the podcast where we try out gotcha games so you don't have to wait two weeks to find out you hate playing it. God damn it, every time. Every time I fuck it up. Like, you think I would eventually get better at this. No, I I forgot I was supposed to say something. That's what that gap right there before the start and me saying things. Like, normally I'm sure Dustin would have cut that out, but no, now now it has to stay in. (laughs) I, look, I have occasionally put the put the put the part where we clap in on vodka cash just because it's funnier that way because mm-hmm. it works for a bit i may just do that for this one please do because everybody needs to know how like fundamentally bad at this i am okay look i'm 400 episodes into like recording vodka cast well i'm like one episode away from 400 i think uh and i'm still not that much better at it <laughs> uh, I- all right, well, it's good to know that there's not even anywhere to go up. Yeah, nope. <laughs> Just plateaued from the start. Hell yeah. Anyway. Oh, right, we do it. we're doing a thing. Yeah, uh, Yeah, uh-huh. so this is Gotcha Journalism, a podcast where we talk about gotcha games. This this week we're talking about Kingdom Hearts Who are you? Cross. I was, I was getting, listen, I had Who a are order. You? I'm Sierra. My pronouns are she, her. I'm Dustin. My pronouns are he, they. Uh, okay, now I'm going to tell you that we're talking about Kingdom Hearts Union Cross, um, which is a game that exists technically, I guess. Yeah, so here's the thing about Union Cross. Um, it initially was a Japanese-only browser game called Kingdom Hearts Key, and that's key as in the Greek letter key, spelled C-H-I. Because uh, they beyond that bullshit. Um, so listen, sometimes you need the key key. From what I've seen of that browser game, it seems like a more competently made game, but also I have no idea because I never got a chance to play it. Um, at that game eventually ended with literally the Keyblade War, where the player dies. <laughs> yeah, I fucking forgot about that. It fucking rules, dude. Oh fuck! What if a realm? Re- or what if the ending of Final Fantasy XIV 1.0, but instead everybody just fucking died? Yeah, it's just like fuck. That so your, your your player character is dead now because <laughs> you participated in the Keyblade War instead of becoming a dandelion like you should have done, you dumbass. Oh uh, God! There's some then, days where I wish. But then it, was it turns a out. Your death was slightly exaggerated because uh, the game got rebooted as a um, both uh, Japanese and mo- and global mobile game called Kingdom Hearts Union. Sorry, Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key, that then eventually got renamed into Union Cross. So, quick question. Yes. As the person who knows things about Kingdom Hearts. Um, do these names mean anything, or are they just just kind of gibberish? So, Kingdom Heart. So the key in Kingdom Hearts Key um, does refer to the key blade. I say it like that because it's not just a key blade. It is a the ultimate key blade that is created when uh, seven hearts of light mm-hmm. clash with thirteen hearts of darkness. 
or if a being of pure light clashes with a being of pure darkness, as in birth by sleep, when mm-hmm. Vanitas wa- fought v- Ventus. Sure, these um, these words are words, and uh, and the keyblade is used to summon the true Kingdom Hearts. Gotcha. So, like, the key uh, keyblade does exist, and you use it to make delivery services as like a cute witch or whatever. That that's a real thing. Does Union Cross mean anything? Yes. So Union okay. Cross, uh, uh, the name basically in in the world of Kingdom Hearts Key Unchained Key Union Cross. Uh, basically, this is this whole storyline is a prequel to all of the other video games. It sort of says tells the story of what happened before the Keyblade War, um, which is a, a thing that was pretty much just talked about as a legend in all the other games. Um, mm-hmm. And in the before time, a guy called the Master of Masters, <laughs> aka Mom, aka Mom. <laughs> Uh, oh, fuck off already. Uh, he he created a book of prophecies that it foretells future events that are unchangeable. Uh, wait, and... okay, wait. I, I vaguely remember something about. It. Isn't all of his prophecy shit like just bullshit because his keyblade just is going forward in the future and telling him what happened? Yeah. So here's the thing: the master <laughs> of masters has what? six apprentices. He gives one of his appre- yeah. pre- he gives one of his apprentices named Lushu, spelled L-U-X-U, uh, sure. a, a keyblade called No Name. This key- in this keyblade, the Master of Masters has placed one of his eyes that sees the future. Fuck yeah, dude! Fuck yeah, that rules. So he instructs Lushu to keep the keyblade and pass it along down to any apprentices that. Lushu takes and so on and so forth. Holy so that shit, way that the Keyblade will continue to go into the future and see events so the Master of Masters can then put them in the book that he has already Fuck written. Yeah, that actually rules like that unironically rules. Yes, it's the dopest shit. Which is why I'm so frustrated that the game is total garbage. Yeah, it sucks, <laughs> but that specifically rules. Like that's the coolest way to do prophecy because like you inherently have a viewpoint that can be incorrect or corrupted or, like, yeah. fooled. Because it's just a fucking eye on a stick. Yeah, so, like, this, the things you talk about, like, they're gonna happen, but they may not happen exactly the way that you assume the words mean. You just um, literally see an event that happens, and, like, God, the fucking it's rules! It's great. It's great. Uh, um, Kingdom so, Hearts is dumb as shit, and it's great. So the other five apprentices who don't get the the no name, aka the gazing eye, uh, Keyblade, um, they they become un- they are tasked with becoming union union leaders for uh, the five primary unions, um, and I. Gosh, I used to remember all the union names by heart, but I'm not sure if I know I, that anymore. It, it, uh. They're like Latin bastard, or like fake Latin, like Vulpus and Leopardus, I'm guessing. Yeah, so like there's, that, there's... That's the unions you join? Yeah, there's five unions. There's Unicornus, um, which is... <laughs> that's the best one! Yeah, which is led by, um, I believe, Envy... Yes. Uh, no, wait, hold on. Um, 
Ira. Uh, it's led by Ira, uh, whose task is basically to be the leader of all the, all the unions. Um, then there's uh, Ursus, uh, the Bear Union, uh, led by um, Ased, uh, whose whose his uh, union's task is to support Ira, the leader, uh, the uh, the leader of the Unicornus Union. Um, sure. Then you have Volpeus, uh, aka the Best Union, uh, which is the Fox Union, led by Ava. Her task is to uh, collect promising keyblade key keyblade wielders and train them to become dandelions. Uh, who will basically be the people left over to rebuild the world after every all light is extinguished by the Keyblade War. Holy shit. Okay, cool. I'm glad I picked the sick union to begin with. Yeah, you picked the correct one. Good job. Uh, then there's also um, Anguius, the snake union, led by uh, Envy, uh, whose task... Oh, cool. How Slytherin is led by someone named fucking Envy. <laughs> Okay. Now, in, in V, so more like the start of Invisible. Um, I cannot actually remember what Envy does. I think her task is to, like, uh, discern the secrets of the Book of Prophecy? Gosh, what the fuck was her task? Shortly thereafter, the Master gives a copy of the Book of Prophecies to Envy and grants her leadership over the Anguis Union as its foreteller. In the, uh, yeah, it looks like she's a prophet, I guess. Yeah, okay, yeah. She, she, yeah. Er, she's a prophet. No, I guess she wouldn't be a prophet. She'd be mm, maybe more of an apostle. Yeah, uh, let's see. I, oh God, I cannot remember what that guild's task was supposed to be. It must not have mattered that much. To be fair, Envy doesn't I, I, do a whole lot. I, I'm just distracted by, like, the specific delineation between Apostle and Prophet. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so um, then finally there's the uh, Le Leopardus Guild, um, led by Gula. Uh, his task is to um, uncover uh, who the traitor is, because in the Book of Prophecies, there is a... Uh, page that mentions a page ripped out of all the other books except for the one that uh, I think Gula is given um, or was it Lushu no yeah the master gives Gula the lost page uh, that was torn out of all the other ones that mentions that there is a traitor among uh, a traitor among them who will start the Keyblade War basically D does he give Gulu all of the copies of the lost page that he ripped out, or just just the one? There's it's just the lost page, so he gives, he just gives him one. What to do with the other four pages? I, I don't know. Just made origami. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that actually be dope. I want a keyblade made out of paper now, just made of the lost pages. <laughs> Maybe mom recycled them. Um, no, people don't actually call them mom, do they? Kingdom Hearts fans do occasionally call him mom because it's funny. Amazing, beautiful, wonderful. I hate it. I hate it so much. It's very good. <laughs> so, so that's what the Union Cross refers to: is that there are five unions, um, and basically, when 
Uh, leading up to the Keyblade War, the unions begin to compete with each other and occasionally fight against each other, thus Union Cross. Okay, so so words actually have meanings in this case. That's nice. That's, yes. that's a nice surprise. Uh, I, and I imagine, like, Unchained Key, the initial name, is because it's no longer a browser game confined to the Japanese market. It's been Unchained Key for the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that's my guess. But yeah, words, words do mean something. <laughs> that's a nice change of pace for Kingdom Hearts. Honestly... Kingdom Hearts titles make more sense than you initially think they would on the surface. L- listen, I- I'm not saying that 358 over two days doesn't technically make sense. I am saying it's a bad name that even when it does technically make sense, it's still kind of gibberish. Even even Kingdom Hearts point, 0.2 birth by sleep a fragmentary passage <laughs> also makes total sense if you actually like chart it out. No, that one actually fucking rules. That one's just dumb enough that I love it. That's also the one where you play as Aqua and can give her cat ears. That's true. You can do that, and that makes it the best one by default. It does, actually. Uh, It's also only, like, four hours long. Uh, Anyway, so, yeah, Kingdom Hearts Union Cross is a game with a story I dearly love that is also a complete nightmare to actually play. And has maybe one of the most predatory... Actually, no, it does have the most predatory system I I've literally never encountered anything this bad before. Yeah, like, it's bad. So, um, I guess we'll start with the gameplay first. Um, so... I guess, yeah, it all just kind of links together and how it sucks. Yeah, here, here is, like, the one positive thing... Well, two positive things I will say about the gameplay structure. One, it lets you customize an avatar. Yeah, it does let you customize an avatar. Which is nice. It very, mm-hmm. in fact, I don't think I can't think of any other gacha game I play where I can customize the avatar. Like all of mm-hmm. like you may be able like sometimes you can choose the gender, but otherwise like you either don't have an avatar or they are unchangeable generic person. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Yeah. So, the only gotcha game I've ever played where you can customize an avatar, and they're constantly releasing, like, new outfits for them. It's pretty neat. Um, mm-hmm. There's actually quite a bit of customization you can do. And you can customize them at any time, uh, swap genders at any time, change clothing, hairstyle, whatever you want, whenever you want. Clothes so and hairstyles are gender-locked, though, which is annoying. Yeah. Um, that That is a, a negative. But otherwise, like, a hell of a lot more than I'm used to seeing from gotcha game so good on them for that at least uh second thing i will say the core idea of the combat system isn't bad it's no, not actually the best but it's there is possibility space in there in that in another in a better designed version of this game in a mirror world where this game is actually good it could still totally have this same basic combat system yeah, I think that's actually, like, a good place to start. Because I actually, like, conceptually, like, if someone were to just describe this combat system to me, I'd be into it. So the basic premise is you have, uh, you, you collect various medals that are various characters from the Kingdom Hearts games. Um, yeah. So and... the, the lore justification for that, by the way, for why you have various medals with character images on them is that you are drawing power from the future to help you in the present. 
Okay, sure. That, uh-huh, that can be it. Um, do we want to, do we want to do a section at the end for spoilers for this game? I, I think so, yeah. Um, because okay. there uh, are, will... like, keep in mind, if, uh, there are, I don't know, I probably won't get into KH3 spoilers, but, um, there is stuff in I mean... this game that connects to all the other Kingdom Hearts games, so, like, if. It's tricky, but it, 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 none of it is to, none of it, it. Very little of it is like is going to directly spoil other games. It's going to serve as like neat backstory for most of it, really. Okay. Like as long as long as you know of the organization thirteen and what the members are, there's not going to be a whole lot that spoils you on the rest of the Kingdom Hearts franchise, really. <laughs> Yeah, I <clears throat> I just know that this is a thing that folks in, enjoy, and so I would rather be able to talk about it because I don't give a fuck about spoilers, but I know yeah, other people. That's do. fair. Yeah, like if, um, if if you really like Kingdom Hearts, um, honestly, I would say the best way to experience this story is just to look, and I'll I'll, I'll link this in the show notes. Um, but just watch the Everglow timeline videos that incorporate Kingdom Hearts key and back cover and Unchained Cross. Sorry, I was going to say just cross. listen to Got It Memorized because I'm fairly certain they do a pretty solid breakdown. They do a decent. They do a decent summary. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I, I, if you just like want to view it, like actually view the stuff yourself um, instead of like getting someone's summary of it, definitely check out those Everglow timeline videos uh, mm-hmm. because honestly, you probably probably don't want to actually play through the game. You super don't. Like, you don't. I promise you, you don't. Yeah, there nah, are... You're good. Uh, let me actually look this up, see if... Uh, let, me see, well, let me see if it'll even let me go into the quest list while I have too many medals in my inventory. Probably not. Because I want to look up, because I want to double check how many story quests there currently are. And um... I say story... Okay, there are currently 856. Yeah, I was going to say, quote unquote, like, story missions. Though I'm the like vast majority of those in and it's are just filler. Being like, yeah. Yeah. It's not great. There's a lot and not a lot that's worth doing. Yeah, um, no. But yeah, in that case, we will make sure to clearly delineate when spoiler time begins so folks can yeah. skip ahead or stop. I think we can cover pretty much all of it without actually going into spoiler yeah. territory, so. Um, but yeah, so the basic gameplay loop is you get medals, and these are what you get from the gotcha machine, that uh, basically are characters from the Kingdom Hearts series, and you slot them into your Keyblade and a spirit companion that you can have. So this leads you to have a total of uh, eventually six uh, medals that you can have equipped at any one point in time. And then and also, the way- like, you can take along a friend medal as well. If you, so join abs- a, if you join a, if you join like a guild, mm-hmm. so uh, the absolute maximum number of medals you can have at any one point in time is seven. Yeah. And what you basically do, or what the medals basically are, is actions you can take for or per turn. Um, so you can eventually have up to seven actions per turn, and each medal has its own attack, and also uh, importantly has its own. Special attack, which spends a resource that you build up by doing normal attacks and defeating energy er, enemies. Um, 
And each of these special attacks have varying degrees of cost. And the basic loop of play is you go around a mission defeating various enemies and building up charge and then going to the final boss and just sort of dumping everything and then killing the boss as quick as you can. Um, yeah, a lot of the bonus missions in the story quests are defeat all enemies within one turn. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, there's... It, it's, a, it's a good idea, um, but one of the problems you immediately run into... Well, there, there's a couple major ones. Uh, so, the first one that I think is, it will take less time to delve into, um, is the issue with, it is very difficult to parse what metals do, especially if you're a new player. Um, and also in what order to place No fucking idea. Genuinely, no fucking idea, and can't find any resources about it. Yeah, so for example, one of the most powerful metals in the game, if not the most powerful uh, right now, is uh, Supernova K- uh, KH3 Kyrie. So uh, she has a uh, zero-cost special attack that is an AoE target, so it hits all enemies. Um, that uh, if you were just look, if you were just to look at like the special, like the damage of the special attack itself or the damage stat wouldn't look that good um but it actually does like depending on what enemy you're hitting because each metal has um various attributes so the two main are either upright which is like the gold uh gold bordered metals or reverse which are the black bordered metals typical like hero villain sort of thing um and also like uh, each each one has like a specific attribute either uh, strength agility or magic so red green blue respectively uh, but yeah like that metal can do anywhere between like 23 million and 64 million damage uh, which you would not initially assume based on its attack stats but what truly makes Kingdom Hearts 3 Kyrie like really really good is something that's also incredibly difficult to parse because they Kingdom Hearts uses a like really weird acronym system to uh show what a special move does like and what buffs it applies because like the it only has like in the game it only has like one scrolling line it can use to display what a special move does so it's got to like condense yeah. everything so the more complicated ones don't take like a million years to scroll past so you get nonsensical shit like I'm just going to read this directly as it looks. So uh the special attack one turn up arrow use u hyphen stir 7 stir 15 psm stir 12 sp attack b plus 150% down arrow targets u de- u def 7 def 15 PSM def 12, count plus 2, HP max, gauge plus 10, cures ailments. <laughs> the that, two most sensical things good? there are HP max and cures ailments. It, yeah, so. here I can read you a uh, Supernova Kingdom Hearts 3 Pirate Soras. Uh, 
because it, it's got even some word jargon in there. So it does um, between 1 and 17 times damage. No idea what uh, what determines which number you get, but um, <laughs> good to know. Uh, one turn, minus 15 death, U, R, and PSM death, damage plus, uh, colon, one enemy or zero part left. Gauge use plus 30. No idea what any of that means. Literally none. No clue. All I know yeah. is it makes the numbers big, and that works for me. Yeah, so let me let me just go ahead and, and go through and translate what Kyrie does. So, up arrow Euster 7. That means upright metals. Um, actually, I should say, so... Okay, here's, here's the really weird thing. So, this up arrow, that means everything following it gains this as a buff. So, Euster 7 means that upright metals, metals with a, um, uh, with a gold border, have their strength increased by 7. I don't know what, can't tell you exactly what 7 means in relative <laughs> terms, just that it increases by 7, the max is 15. Sure. Fuck it, uh, yeah, why not? S- strength for all metals is increased by 15. That's what Stir 15 means. PSM Stir 12 means metals with um, uh, physical, speed, and magic attributes, which are all three attributes that exist in the game, gain a 12 12 attack buff. Then uh, SP attack B plus 150, I think is... I actually can't remember what that means. I think that's special attack... Oh, God... I, I can't remember what that is. Um, so then, down arrow. So this means that uh, down arrow targets. So any uh, the targets of your attack gain this as a debuff if they even why survive. Would, why would down arrow mean that? Because you're lowering it, so down arrow. <laughs> I... But, uh... So fuck it, sure, why not? Yeah, so fuck it. So any so anything that actually survives the initial attack um, gains a gains a debuffed defense against upright metals at seven strength. A defense down of fifteen strength. Uh, a defense a defense down of fifteen against all metals, j- just in general, you know, and then an additional minus twelve defense against. Uh, physical speed magic metals then count plus two means that there are some enemies where so like after all your metals are expended the enemies then get their turn to attack but some enemies have a counter on them where that counts down whenever you do an action however some metals will either uh, not decrease that count so that's count zero or increase the count, so make the count go up. In this case, Kyrie makes that count go up by two, giving you additional time to make more attacks before their countdown attack goes off. HP max fills your HP to full. Gauge plus 10, your special attack gauge, which is what you use to do these special attacks in, to begin with, gains 10, um, and also it cures all ailments. So that is, that is what that does. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, you know what? Yeah, that's fine. I, okay. 
I, like yeah it is so there is so much about this game that is so unclear all of the time and it is so frustrating because of it and like just like the core idea of the game being hey you are seeking to improve action economy at all places that that is one of the primary ways you define uh your progress to the game uh you know having the ability to not only have a lot of uh actions in a turn but also have them be like high power actions like it is a way to mark progress okay cool yeah. i'm into that i like action economy as a uh a distribution method of power in rpgs it's a really effective way of doing it like it's why bravely default had people even briefly think it wasn't garbage like, <laughs> i mean it, like that it's true like that had people going oh shit they actually understand something about the battle system and no they just got lucky um yeah I, i'm not a huge fan of bravely default yeah it's bad is why um but like Everything about the game does its best to make it incredibly unclear what is happening ever. On top of which, power creep in this game is it's insane. so fucking bad. Like, yeah. I, I am a person who plays Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. I play Puzzles and Dragons. I play Grand Blue. I am aware of what power creep looks like. Grand Blue does a lot to mitigate that by improving old characters, by updating them by offering five stars to older characters there are ways to tolerate it uh in this game i pulled four supernova medals fairly early and literally don't have to play the game like i literally can set everything to auto always uh there is one point when i challenged a level 500 monster or or whatever i don't remember what it was it was for like an event and just one in one turn without any risk or using more than a single medal. Like, yeah, basically, as, as soon as you get even one supernova medal, you no longer have to worry about the story. And that is intentional, because the reason that power creep exists and the reason why... The, the reason for all the, like... The, basically, extortion exists in this game is because of PvP. That is how they're keeping this game going, because the people who got into the PvP, I, I feel sad for them, I honestly do, because it is all about releasing a new medal that completely trumps another medal, and if you do not have that medal, you will not be competitive in PvP. That is the mm -hmm. entire point. And I am just going to give you know one example of this. So I just went over what K3 Supernova Kyrie does, it is considered one of those medals that you pretty much have to have to be competitive in PvP just because of the buffs it gives. It is the best buffer in the game uh, at this point. Um, a previous medal that was that was uh, introduced, um, HD Ava EX+. So uh, this one says, uh, deal three hits, one turn... Stir, UNM Stir 7, PSM Defense 7, SP Attack B plus 100%, Targets Defense, U and M Defense minus 7, PSM Stir minus 3. Uh, gauge plus 2, Count plus 2, more magic damage, higher HP, next metal, attacks with magic attribute. So those buffs 
seem pretty good. Here's the thing about HD Ava, which came out before KH3 Kyrie. There is no up or down arrows there. And you might be asking sure. yourself, why does that matter? I sure am. The reason is because if there is no up or down arrow in bef- that comes before the buff, that doesn't mean... It, it basically means that the buffs that Ava gives does not increase, does not stack with other buffs. It overwrites those buffs. So your attack... Uh. So all those buffs are set to 7. So if you were to use KH3 Kyrie first and then used HD Ava, you would lose basically half your power. <laughs> because it would overwrite the buffs that, a- that Kyrie gave. So if you pull, like, not only is Kyrie better than HD Ava, but if you had both medals, you would just throw HD Ava in the garbage, because for in most circumstances, you would not use her anymore, because she is actively detrimental. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> it's amazing how they managed to mechanically evoke the same feeling the Kingdom Hearts plot evokes in most other people. Yeah, I, I should note that the that the previous best buff metal KH two Kyrie EX plus uh, also has the overwrite mechanic. So it's just strictly worse than Cage 3 Kyrie Supernova. Like, in every conceivable way. Yeah, like... It, it's frustrating not because the new shit is just strictly better all of the time, because, like, whatever, that's how gacha games work, it's how they enforce, like, you buying new shit. It is the order of magnitudes. Like, the I pulled Supernova KH3 Pirate Sora... Um, and let me, let me just pull up, uh, what his strength value is relative to a couple of my other metals. So, uh, another supernova I have that is roughly the same strength, or that is like roughly the same level, is, um, supernova KH3, youth in white. I, sure, fuck it, why not? Uh, got about 1,300... 13,000 strength, about 12,000 defense. Uh, and then um, Supernova, th- Kingdom Hearts 3 Pirate Sora, about 30,000 strength. Th- sorry, 33,000 strength. Uh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Love it. Like, it, it's just one of those things where it's frustrating more than anything else. And, like, yeah, I, I get that PV- it is a thing for PvP, but, like... I don't know. I don't think I've even unlocked PvP yet, and even if I did, I wouldn't want to play it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh... It's rough. Um, Y'all are gonna have to excuse some squeaking. My dog found a squeak toy, and it's the only thing okay. keeping him mildly quiet. Yeah. Also, I, I apologize. I uh, was slightly incorrect about HD Ava being completely useless. So the thing with overwrite metals is if you're gonna use them, you want to use them before... So you, you want to use HD Ava before Kyrie because Ava would set those buffs to seven and then Kyrie would then increase them from there however the buff cap i believe is 15 
Uh, so even then, it wouldn't be a whole lot of use. Yeah. Um, because of that um, buff cap. Uh, mm-hmm. Is at yeah the cap is fifteen or sixteen I believe yeah it's it's fifteen for most things, uh, sixteen for the physical speed magic buffs. Um, but yeah it's, <sighs> but again like there's no way you could possibly know any of these things unless you like went really deep into like watching youtube videos um for example uh smelly octopus does weird weird name but he he, he's a very nice dude who does his does his best to make sense of the things that are happening in tanum hearts and like decipher what is going on with the metals and whether they are actually worth like pulling on um and it is it is not a enviable task um it's just a complete completely obtuse mess really uh made even more heinous for the power creep which even then the power creep could be mitigated if it was at least relatively easy to regularly like get powerful metals maybe not get everyone that comes out but you know get them fairly regularly like dragon ball z doken battle has power creep but it's not but but it's not too hard to keep up with the power curve for the most part you know you may get unlucky but generally speaking you can miss some important units but like still do pretty decently if you get some other important category units because there's some flexibility in that battle system um, and, e- and even though it has PvP, the PvP is structured in such a way that, like, the, dis- the discriminating factor is not really power so much as it is just time. Like, do you have the time to devote to the PvP, and do you have, like, the resources you want to spend to constantly fill your stamina bar to just basically be, be doing PvP all the time? Like... It's not really, like, power creep isn't so much a factor in PvP and Doken Battle. But we'll get into that when we actually get to that episode. But right. in here, it's just, like, all these factors combined together to make, like, a truly predatory experience. And I feel like we should probably cover the banners now to really accentuate yeah, like, that. Really, just, there's there's a lot about the banners because it's not just the banners. It's the whole premium system that just gets very predatory. Yeah, um, we we saw this a little bit in um like we we saw this similar system happen in when we covered SMT, but um in SMT at least the units largely didn't matter. There's As a lot of SMT were, that didn't matter, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, here it's it's a bit more heinous, but y- would you like to explain it or should I? Uh, I can I can give it a crack. Um, okay, sure. If if I misunderstand it, feel free to let me know. Yeah, so, go for it. The way the um the way the banner system works, as far as I can tell, is uh, there are free to play banners and there are uh, paid to play banners. Yeah, but it's they, not the terminology is MVP basically. MVP banners, um, but the delineation is not 
whether you use free or paid currency. Instead, you have uh, when you spend money. Uh, I'm not sure if it's if you spend money at all or if you purchase specifically access to being able to roll on these banners. Yeah. So there um, is there is. It's not just spend any money any money at all. If you just buy like one of the random crystal packs, it won't or gem packs, whatever, it won't unlock the MVP banner. You specifically have to buy the MVP bundle um, that it, that happens once a week that um, gives you, uh, let's see, that gives you 3,000 jewels um, and unlocks, sometimes, like, unlock gives you, like, some medals for free that are generally okay but you probably won't use that much um as well as like access to specific mvp only like um grinding events uh, and also unlocks access to all of like the so in 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 basically all gotchas there are special grinding events that uh eat, there's one a specific one that unlocks each day and they rotate buying the mvp banner also unlocks all of them for the entire week uh mm -hmm. but you have to specifically buy that 15 dollar mvp bundle to unlock the mvp banner uh and again it's a weekly thing so in order to actually like gain the most out of it most out of it you have to buy it as soon as the week begins because otherwise if you buy it on the last day it only lasts for one day Oh, I didn't. I didn't realize it only lasts. Oh, oh, that's nasty. Yes, it only lasts for that week. God, that fucking sucks, dude. Uh huh. Um, yeah. It's so real bad. What access to the MVP banners gets you is not just um, another opportunity to roll, but it's also the way that you get a guaranteed uh, uh, roll of a specific banner character in ten tries. Yeah, in, in, uh, the, for some banners, it's within ten draws. Usually, if uh, usually it's within ten draws, if the free banner does not have any mercy. Uh, usually, if the uh, free banner does have a mercy, the free banner is within ten, and the MVP is within five. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then also, these MVP banners just literally have double the rare or double the rate of getting the banner character. Yeah, um, it's it's literally double for the featured unit. Yeah. Uh, and, and like, what else is there uh, that you get from being MVP? I remember there being. Uh, just you like also a get like MVP coins that you can use on specific like um, MVP uh, like boards. So they're avatar boards. So they're basically these things called avatar boards in Kingdom Hearts Union Cross that lets you spend various types of currency on them to unlock like metals or trait metals that let you add passive buffs to the metals you have as long as the trait metal matches the exact like actual metal um as well as other things but usually like the the mvp metals are used for specific mvp avatar boards mm -hmm. yeah uh, and like this wouldn't no this would still be shitty but on top of all of this, the actual rate you get jewels is maybe the most glacial I've seen in any game. It is agonizingly slow. Like, 
it, it is so brutal because it takes so long to get jewels compared to any other game. Like, I've gotten... I got the 10 draws they gave me, and I've earned maybe two 10 draws since then. Uh, and that's literally it. Yeah, because you only get... You only get gems on every five story missions. Mm-hmm. So at, at multiples of five, you get gems. And usually you only get, like, a hundred total. For reference, uh, Tendra costs 3,000 gems. Yeah, so to get... Yeah, so, so to get even a single pull, you'd have to do... A single Tendra, you'd have to do... 30 story missions. Mm-hmm. Um, which, again, like, they only happen every five story missions, so really, you'd be burning through 150 story yeah. missions. That's, that's like, and, and they're only about where I'm at in the story. And they're only 850 story missions. So, that only... So, going, going through the story missions alone would only net you about five and a half pulls. Yep. yep which, about uh, that. Ain't a, ain't a whole lot. No, it's weird. It's almost it's, like they don't want to allow free-to-play to be a really viable option. Yeah, it's barely enough to even get a single paid mercy. <sighs> yeah. Uh, On top of which, like, just the AP limits limits how, like powerful and effective you can be without grinding very very early yeah um, yeah because each each metal comes with a like cost to equip it um and the most powerful one ones are very cost prohibitive especially for new players mm -hmm. um thankfully that stops being in, an issue once you get further in you start accumulating sid metals like they're candy to uh bring down those ap costs but yeah like Early on, like, even if you draw a really good metal, you may not even be able to equip it. Yep, pretty much. Um, yeah. There's... <sighs> this game. <laughs> it's like, not the, very the, good is the thing. Yeah, the only redeeming quality is that if all you care about is seeing the story and, like, just really, really want to actually play through the story yourself, even one super, even one current metal, like, will get you through it. Like, pull one supernova and you're good for the rest of the story mission. But, like, yeah. that's, that is very faint praise. Yeah, no, it's about as little praises we could give oh jesus i didn't even look at what the cost of a tenpole was like in money uh it looks like yeah. the cost of a tenpole is between 25 and 30 bucks basically yeah, so that that the like the one draw of the mvp banner is that it does give you three thousand which is exactly enough for one poll like they don't do the bullshit thing of oh you get 2700 medals no, you do get 3,000, so you can get a single 10-pole for $15, which isn't bad in relation to the economy of other gacha games, but it's everything surrounding that that makes it bad. Yep, pretty much. It, like, it's just so deeply frustrating because, like, there is the bones of what could have been an interesting game here. Um, and, like, I'm, I'm speaking as a person who 
when I hear about some Kingdom Hearts, should I go, man, that's wild, and then immediately delete it from my brain? <laughs> Be- because I just, I, I don't, I can't do it, y'all. I can't do Mickey Mouse shirtless and talking about the darkness. It oh, just doesn't do it for me. But that's the best, though. L- I, listen, I understand how incredible that is, and it makes me laugh every time I watch anything to do with Mickey Mouse in Kingdom Hearts. Like, it's incredible. I just... Did you see that I, one clip where Woody tells someone that they don't have any friends? No? There's Jesus! A scene, I don't want to give the context for it, because that, that would be a, a spoiler, but there is... You go, to a to, you go to the Toy Story world in Kingdom Hearts 3, and there is mm-hmm. a moment in that game where Woody basically tells someone, like, well, no wonder you don't have... That's why you don't have any friends. Jesus, Woody! <laughs> It's fucking all right. It's a little harsh, man. Don't you think? Oh, it's so good. Uh, the Toy Story world is like, honestly. It, oh no, I can't get into Kingdom Hearts three stuff. I have to. I have to stop myself. You have to restrain yourself. Oh, I already did that with Luke for like four hours. I can't do it again. I mean, listen. You could do it again, and I would just be confused the entire time. <laughs> that that would almost be just as good. Um, yeah, no, like just me sitting there, like, wait, who? How many standards <sighs> are there? Thirteen. Okay. How many of them are the same body? Uh, only define body. <laughs> um. So well, do, do you do you mean his like... do you mean his original body or like one he ja- or like also including uh, the body he jammed his soul into once? See, I've deleted it already. Like we we started talking, I've already deleted all. Because if you mean his original brain. body, there are just two. There's like I uh, old Xehanort and young Xehanort, just two. How, but if how we're many Terranorts are there? There are. So there's uh. There's ori- original flavor Terranor when he first jammed his soul into ter- into Terra's body. Then mm-hmm. there's... Then there's Cool Ranch Terranor when he... Uh, <laughs> well, no. Then, w- then when there's... he became his father, and we call him Malthys instead. Well, Cool Ranch Terranor would probably be Zenmus, who's the nobody of Xehanort. Jesus Christ, I forgot that that actually existed. Yeah, sure, fuck it, why not? And then there's Ansem, Seeker of Darkness, who's the heartless of... Terranort, who called himself Ansem because he was pretending to be Ansem the Wise, who Xehanort pretended to be the uh, was the uh, pretended to be the apprentice of. Sure, that just that just makes sense. That's what you do. Uh, He 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 lightly possessed other people, but those are the main bodies he actually used. Just, just lightly possessed. The you know, other, just, the just others were more boosh. like, more like mind control, really. Okay, fuck it. Yeah, sure. Why not? Like every time, Kingdom Hearts is like the fate universe where every time I ask a question and then someone immediately has a very legitimate answer that is in <laughs> that is in canon, and I say. I don't know why I asked, because I didn't need to know the answer. I was okay not knowing the answer. I didn't need to know Hercules murdered fucking, I, I don't know, Here, the Dalmatians Sa- from 101 Dalmatians. Saber Alter is the heartless of Saber. Is she the heartless or the nobody? Um, I'd say, I'd say 
I'd say heartless because heartless are people who have uh, lost their bodies and their hearts have been filled with darkness. Whereas nobodies are people who have lost their hearts but have kept their body around in the shell. So nobodies don't have a heart. But the ones that are called heartless, you know, lacking a heart, the literal heartless and lacking emotion, compassion, they do have a heart. It just. Yes. It's just filled with darkness. Like I said, every time I ask a question, someone has yeah. an answer. Yeah, because see, when, someone is, when someone is consumed by darkness, if they have a strong enough heart, they're, uh, they, were, they will split into the body and the heart, and the heart will become a heartless, and the body will become a nobody. Yeah, sure, fine. No, that's okay. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it, dude. Yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> Cheers to that. Uh, Kingdom Hearts makes me feel like I've taken four shots before I've started <laughs> drinking. Uh this like, is why this is this is why I learned so much about the lore of Kingdom Hearts. I mean, both because I genuinely love it, but also I like because I can do things like this to people. Do this to because I can inflict this upon my friends. <laughs> I, like, I don't have anything against Kingdom Hearts. I enjoy it. I liked three five eight over two days because it was very sad and it was a lot of gays just being depressed. And y'all know that's my content. Oh yeah. But like. Also, also, Xion is a trans icon. I mean, that's just true. That that's just text. It's not even subtext. Xion, <laughs> uh, also, by the way, well, I, 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 well, I think might still be the most powerful uh, reverse uh, metal buff in the game. Okay. I, I mean, yeah. No, that that makes sense. She, cause she's, she's Kyrie's. Wait, no, she's not. She's so. <laughs> I said words and I'm gonna regret it. Go All for right, it. so Shion, is a little complicated. So she's wait, okay, wait. Let me let me see if I can I can get this from what I remember from three five eight. On All the right, DS. go go for it. She is a dusk, like one of those swirly little gross ass nobodies that looked like a person that they then filled with. Because Namine stole all of Sora's memories, but while he was giving it back, they put the memories in the body, and that body was different than Roxas. But they both held Sora's memories, and Shion decided that because she held Sora's memories, that the body was going to look like a fucked up Kyrie for some reason? So it's a fake nobody with Sora's memories... And that's why she can use the Keyblade, because she was siphoning off Roxas's memories that were Sora's memories. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, so essentially, yeah, I'm a genius. Yeah, so I, I believe... So I'm going to check the wiki just to make sure, but I believe you're correct in that uh, Nominate during Chain of Memories was uh, stealing Sora's memories of Kairi so she could then implant herself into those memories... Uh, so the organization could control Sora. Um, and then, Kyrie eventually then they brainjack that... the rest of them memories, right? Or, yeah, exactly. Know. And so she, like Sora is the natural nobody of when uh, Sora was became a heartless in Kingdom Hearts one. Okay, uh, and the, sure. and, the, and the and the and the reason why he looks like 
Ventus is because Sora's heart also had Ventus's heart in him. Oh, right! Fucking Sora's heart's a fucking Matryoshka doll! Yeah. Um, but yeah, so all the, the memories that were siphoned from Sora were then put into a replica by the organization to make Shion. Um, and I'm going to check the wiki now to see if that is correct. Um, let me see here. Yeah, uh, unlike the other members of Organization 13, Shion is not a nobody, nor does she have a title or breed of nobody to control. She was instead created as an imperfect replica of Roxas. She was meant to be a controllable failsafe in the event that Sora and Roxas both proved to be of no use to the organization. Um, as Sora's memory are, as Sora's memories are the basis of her being, Shion initially resembles Kairi, who was Sora's strongest memory at the time of her birth. Fucked up. She doesn't resemble her his boyfriend. That's a little weird. <laughs> well, Riku was kind of evil at the time, and the reason Sora became a, no, a, a heartless in the first place is because he was stabbing his own heart to release Kairi's heart that was that had took, taken shelter within him. I'm just so saying. He was kind of focusing on Kairi at the time. All relationships have problems, and if you can't be with somebody when they tur- their heart turns to darkness and they get like a weird dope-ass bodysuit and a batwing sword, then when can you be with them? If you look, don't... look, Riku already gets three different versions of himself later on. Oh my god. There, so... No, I don't answer. I don't need to know. <laughs> don't play Union Cross, everybody. Don't do it. <laughs> it's a bad game. Play all the other Kingdom Hearts games, though, because they're great. Fuck it, yeah, they're great. I sounded sarcastic. I, I'm not. Fuck it. Play Kingdom Hearts. It's Kingdom fun, Hearts rules. I guess. Please play it. I will answer all your lore questions. Tweet at me if you're confused. I will, I will also answer I will all answer of your lore you. questions. I, no, I will too. Listen, I'll answer the question. It'll be wrong, but I'll answer. Oh, uh, man. Okay. Look, so, would you continue playing Union Cross? Uh... I am I am continuing to play it only when they release new story missions because I'm already deep in it. I might as well just play the story missions myself. But I have s- ceased to care about actually pulling medals. Like I'll occasionally spend gems just for the hell of it. But the only reason I'm opening this game up anymore is whenever story missions come out, which that happens at a snail's pace. So I've got a lot of time in between playing it. I literally am uninstalling it right now. That is the sensible approach. Um, uh, and, like, honestly, I would do the same if I already wasn't so deep into the story uh, that I'm like, yeah. well, you know, might as well just experience it at my, at my own p- pace now since I'm literally on, I'm keeping up with it whenever it releases. Uh, if, if I was starting this thing from scratch, like, I just wouldn't bother. Fuck no. No, I'm good. Bye. Yeah, don't, don't play this game. Um, if you absolutely must, because I know there are some people out there who like, and, and I get it, I, I can be this way myself, like, you, you just wanna, you wanna go through that story yourself, you wanna do the thing yourself. I um, love yourself, y'all, watch a YouTube video. Or at, at the very, at the very least, if you must play the game... Do not spend anything. Just save up gems to do a ten pull on one of the medals on one of the current banners. Because basically, any any medal you get, even if it's not the featured one, like pretty much anything you get will be enough to carry you through the story mode. Like no matter what up, it is. I'm looking up a review, like a full story 
uh, explanation. It's an hour long instead of the <laughs> nine years it would take you to play this game. Yeah, it, it would it would take many days to get through this story. So, yeah, I, I only I only I only put that caveat in because I, I know there are people who yeah, are broken sure. like me. I just um, I want them to love themselves. <laughs> I do, too. Um, I'm so yeah, sad that this game sucked because Keyblades are I sick. am. Yeah. Another thing that, like, super pisses me off about this game <clears throat> is that the characters on the medals do not matter. No, you could, not you could even put, a little bit. You could put any JPEG you want on there. And, like, what God, frustrates me about that... Game. What frustrates me about that is that in most other gacha games, like, at the very least, like, you'll see the character doing things. Or, like, the, the attack that's done is based off of some aspect of the character. Like, maybe some attack they've done before in the fiction, or something like that. In this game, the pictures on the medal are completely disconnected from what the medal does. And when you activate them, it's not like... Uh, it's, it's not like Riku comes out to do a sick Keyblade move. Like, God, your I character wish. just does the sick Keyblade move. Like, it's it's literally just a picture on the metal, and that's it. And I, I hate that so much. Because, like, what... I, there should be at least some aspect of, like, nostalgia to this. Of, like, oh, I like these characters. I want to get the metal that has the Ava thing on it. Or I want to get the Aqua medal, because I like Aqua. But all it is is a picture of Aqua. Aqua doesn't come out and do anything. You just want these fucking JPEGs, y'all. Yeah, and, and, it's, it, and I know that at, at some point, a lot of these things are just about the JPEGs, but at least virtually every other gacha game puts more effort into making those JPEGs at least mean something. It's frustrating like it just it, it doesn't matter and it, this game is such a disappointment like that's that's my ultimate takeaway yeah is it's not bad enough for me to find it fun and it's not even mediocre in the same way as smt it just kind of sucks dude yeah and like yeah. In, in a way where it has good ideas and then it doesn't fucking bother with any of those good ideas and that makes me hate it more yeah, it's so, it's a really really disappointing game, especially since it's the only Kingdom Hearts gotcha game that exists. Yeah. Like with fi with Final Fantasy, if if you don't like Brave Exevius, you got the um, City of Opera Omnia, you've got uh, Record Keeper, you've got uh, they're they're coming um, out with a, a new one now that's like the Xevious Tactics game or whatever. Is that what a gotcha um, or is it a full game? I'd heard rumors I, it was I'm, a full game. I think that's a gotcha. I could be wrong, but I mean fun, I'll not play sure. it even if it's a gotcha. It's a strategy game and I get none of those anymore that aren't Disgaea. But yeah, you've got like you've got at least three choices for popular Final Fantasy gotcha games. Oh, and also like Mobius Final Fantasy as well, even though that oh, one's Oh yeah, Mobius exists. That one's real weird. <laughs> Uh, I literally never touched it. But it is technically a Final Fantasy gotcha. So you've got you've got a lot of options. Kingdom Hearts, this is it. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy to me, because I I wish there was some way you could still play Kingdom Hearts Key, because I feel like at the very least it would be better than this. 
I, I, I find it, I think it would be very difficult to be worse, honestly. So, I think it's better than this because we don't have to play it. <laughs> but yeah, That's... so I, would you would you recommend this to uh, new folks? No. Uh, e- even for Kingdom Hearts fans, I would not yeah. recommend this to new folks. Just no. watch the YouTubes. Please, God, don't just play watch this, the y'all. YouTubes. You, there was a better usage of your time. I, it's not even a good make the numbers go up simulator. Just play something else. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because the numbers are even more arbitrary than normal and are and and are very blatantly about just extorting PvP players. Hmm. Um. Cool. So, I think that pretty much wraps it up for us today. Um, yeah. Oh, did you want to did, did you want to do the story spoilers? I mean, if there's anything particularly interesting in this story, I'll be straight up. I started skipping this story. I didn't. I, I'm. I'm not the Kingdom Hearts person, so the story did like nothing for me. And like, you can only see Maleficent show up and be like, "Oh, sure is Maleficent." I yeah, don't get so, why she's doing anything so many times before you stop caring. Yeah. So okay. So here, here is the thing about. Shut this podcast off if you don't want to hear spoilers for Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. I don't know. Fuck it. I, no, keep this podcast on. Give us, a, give us our like full listen, but just walk into another room or something. Just turn the volume down. We, so he, but we need these metrics. He, here is the cool thing that it does um, in regards to the story. So you know how I said that your character died at the end of Kingdom Hearts Key, the browser game? Sure. Uh, and at first it looks like that Kingdom Hearts Union Cross is just a retelling of what happened in Kingdom Hearts Key. Because it starts with you creating your character and they join a union they go they go through all the same stuff. But you you don't actually play through the Keyblade War this time. Instead it just appears in oh. a cutscene. A cutscene that your avatar wakes up from and your Chirithi, which is like the the cute mascot character who it who who is given to all keyblade wielders to like protect and serve them like be their cute pet tells you don't worry it's just a dream go back to sleep which implies that you are actually in a dream version of the world you were in in Kingdom Hearts Key uh, and all other victims of the Keyblade War are suffering probably the same fate and having their memories erased of what the Keyblade War even was. So any, any any survivors are having their memories erased of what happened. And you are slow, and you are slow, slowly remembering what went on. Um, I, I, fuck it, sure, yeah, no, okay. Uh, at least, at least I believe that's the interpretation so far. Um, I mean, we will, we will never get actual answers because since it's a gotcha game, it has to run forever. Yeah. So, um, also currently. Uh, we learned that the worlds you are going to are not the actual worlds themselves, but rather um, d- 
data versions of those worlds that can't actually be changed. So, so for example, in one of the recent story updates, Maleficent thinks she's traveling back in time to a point previously in her world so she can defeat... Uh, so see, she can basically be the victor of the Sleeping Beauty... Um, oh, wait, no, it's Cinderella, right? Cin- Cinderella's uh, the Maleficent one. Maleficent is Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. So she can be the victor of the Sleeping Beauty story. But she learns from a character who just calls themselves Darkness that she actually just went into a data version of her world that's simply, re- that's simply repeating... That's simply repeating actions that have already been taken. So she cannot change anything. Cool. Which implies that which implies that all the other worlds that you've been to are also data versions of those worlds and are not actually quote unquote real. Uh, sure. Okay. And, po- and possibly the world you are currently in is also a data version. I love it when I'm told all of my actions had no real significance or impact and literally could never have had any significant or impact at any point in time. And that's well, no, all the, I've the, done is meaningless. The, the implication is that the Kingdom Hearts key world was real, but the Union Cross world is in a right, data that, version of that world. That, that's what I mean. Like, okay. the, the implication of the whole Union Cross... Like, hmm, I have devoted... Like, 600 hours to this and real money. Love to be told it does not matter. <laughs> uh, like, that just that just feels like a giant middle finger. Oh, Christ. Uh, th- there's more, but it's very complex and require far, far more explaining than I... than is really warranted for this type of thing. So... And it also, I don't remember it super well. a separate podcast for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like you. Sh- it's almost like you should listen to my Skies of Academia podcast, where Luke and I go into all that bullshit. It, go listen to it. I I've listened to like the first twenty minutes before I got distracted. It's very good. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. You've only got like uh, three hours forty minutes to go. Listen, my job basically has me listening to podcasts for eight hours a day. I'll get through it eventually. Yeah, that's essentially what my job is, but for four hours. But still, mm. <laughs> I blow through a lot of podcasts. Um, yeah, we so should... that's Union Cross. We should don't play Union Cross. We should roll on the banner before my dogs continue to lose their shit even more and decide honking is the best possible thing to do on the planet. Yeah, I think it's I think it's your turn now. Yes, I think so. Yeah, because I did not have Union Cross. No, I did because uh, I had to purge it. Uh, honestly, that yeah, I would need to purge that too. Uh, so two to fifteen. Ba ba ba. So the one we're gonna play. Oh fuck me! I just what? rolled Fate Grand Order. Oh man! <laughs> fuck me! Hell yeah! Fuck the, the perfect companion to follow up Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. Oh Hell fuck! Hell yeah! 
Oh fuck, we're gonna <laughs> we're really doing this, huh? <laughs> I mean we knew it was gonna happen at some point. I knew it was gonna happen. I just fuck. <laughs> I can't wait to understand nothing and then have it explained <laughs> to me and then understand even less. Oh man. Oh, this is this is just real really good string of luck for me, huh? Apparently, Jesus. Oh, I feel like this is going to be a strong comparison next to Union Cross. This is maybe this is maybe the luckiest comparison Fate Grand Order could have gotten. Yeah, really. Like it's yeah, anything would look good compared to Union Cross, even Fate Grand Order. At the very least, it won't look as bad. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess you join us next time when we when when we review the like the wife collecting game to end all wife collecting games. Yep. Uh, okay. <laughs> Good. Goodbye, y'all. I'm gonna have to put this on my phone now. Yep. Bye. Bye.